No matter how many mistakes you make, no matter how many times you fail and start over again, or how slow your journey may seem sometimes, you're still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. Don't beat yourself up so much. You're a continuous work in progress, which means you get there a little bit at a time. Not all at once. Remember that. And as you move through your week, move through your week with patience. I hope you all have had a great week so far. We're halfway through. Again, move with patience and move with effort. See, a, a good buddy of mine, I was fortunate enough to be brought into his company and he's kind of been guiding me through the entire process. But we both agree effort. Effort always makes a difference and it's seen. Effort never gets swept under the rug. So whatever you do, do it with patience and effort. And it'll happen. But as we transition into our guest for this episode, I'm very excited because she shares a lot of her work experience. She has experience in the world of real estate, and she's currently a project manager. She actually just moved because of her job, and she explains how the perfect situation fell right in her lap. Enjoy the conversation that I have with Jess Cathcart. I got my black Tims on too, my Punisher boots on. Let me see. You're going to lift your phone up. They're pretty tough, honestly. With the yeah, buckles, those are fresh. The buckles those are fresh. You saw them on Snapchat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're good because, I mean, I'm on construction sites a lot. Like, that's a big part of what I do now. Um, you know, working primarily with investors and I'm working um, for my cousin who's a general contractor. So I'm on job sites all day. We work with a lot of bank owned properties. Um, we right. work with a lot of properties that, you know, they need work to them, uh, whether it's a full rehab or we just go in and a lot of the times just do some of the maintenance, you know, cut the grass, change the locks. Um, or we send our people out to do it. Um, so it's been really cool, but I love going to visit the sites. And I mean, like Wednesday, we got a job that's got to get started right away. We're a little short on hand. So Chris is going to go rip out some walls and I'm excited to go in there with him. I mean, I feel like that's the thing that everybody says is how they'd want to come because they want to pick up a sledgehammer, but probably no sledgehammers, but it'll definitely be cool to hang out and, you know, kind of see the starting of a, a new project, you know, see some things coming down, things changing. Um, I post a lot on my Instagram, like, you know, different houses that I'm in that need all this work, but it's obviously right. always cooler to see the finished project or, you know, sometimes that little portion in the middle where it's kind of rough and, you know, just to have the vision is fun. Right. And I love that. Uh, even it's something that I did both mm-hmm. you and I, we changed our Instagrams to like what we oh, are yeah. doing rather than yeah. like showing like, what everyone else is doing, you know? I know. I just believe in like documenting your journey, you know? And that's all I'm doing is just like recording what's going on with me. And I like to kind of share my thoughts and share things that inspire me. And I love when they inspire other people. I love when people reach out to me and, you know, say that they like something that I posted or just want to talk. Like I like to talk to people. That's just how I am. So anything that I can do to just like engage and and bring value too, you know, I don't think there's any harm in it. Um, If you're just trying to add value, you know, people don't like it. They can just unfollow. Yeah. Still love you. That's all it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's been interesting since getting started more in the construction side of this industry. You know, when I started in real estate, um, I was a full-time agent and I was really just focusing on building my skills as an agent, learning the ins and outs of a transaction, 
I found my passion for working with helping people accomplish their financial goals. Um, I really liked working with investors. You know, like I said, I love to see that before and after project. And I love, you know, it's just a different kind of um, emotion that goes into it for an investor, you know, when it's a lot about creativity and it's also a lot about making money, you know, so um, to see that side of things has been really cool. And I love to be able to just use the skills that I now have to help the people that I care about. You know what I mean? People who I have good relationships with, um, who I've known for a long time and who I know could benefit from me, you know, offering some kind of service like this. Um, right. It's been pretty cool. Right. Just to, to, to take it back to the beginning, obviously I knew you from the beginning of college. What were your aspirations starting college? What's yeah. What were you looking to get out of it? Well, um, I studied economics and I, I just loved it. I think that a lot of people um, go to school and they don't really care about what they're going to school for, which is understandable. I mean, for an 18 year old to try to decide what they really care about, and especially when most of us don't want to sit through things that we don't care about anyway in class. Um, most people don't pick something that they really love or they really care about. So they end up just not really caring, but I just happened to fall into econ and I loved it. I mean, I was originally a business uh, marketing major, I think. And um, I didn't really know why I was, I just picked that. But um, when I had to take an economics course, I just loved it. I felt like it was more about uh, jobs and wages rather than um, like buying and selling goods, you know, but also was at the same time more about like the general market, you know? Right. So um, I was really outspoken in my classes and I found myself wanting to talk about academic stuff outside of class. So I started joining a lot of clubs. You know, I was in the economics club. Um, I was in this club called Model UN, which is just a simulation of the United Nations. Um, really cool. And I was also in student government. Um, and then once I got into the clubs, I wasn't just in them. I was like in a leadership role. You know what I mean? I was the president or I was on the executive board. And that's where I really found my passion for leadership, which I think is just the biggest benefit that I got out of college. I mean, you know, like I, I learned a ton in my classes, um, but I the experiences that I had in those leadership roles were really, I think, what kind of shaped me and molded me and what I got the most from. So, um, yeah, I mean, you remember I was on like Lake Fred Radio, you know, I had a radio show with my friends and I was getting invited yeah. to talk on other people's shows. It was cool. I just I liked having a voice, you know, I just saw that. I really like being able to kind of share my perspective with the world and hear other people's perspective as well. I think that kind of just gets overlooked now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I remember it was more than you just being involved and being in these clubs. These mm -hmm. people were actually your friends. These are people oh, that yeah. you made relationships with and you're still right. friends with them today. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So from what I remember, you were invested in politics a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, I wouldn't really say it like that. Um, see, it's tough, B. Like, okay, I went to school for economics, right? And we also went to a rather, like, liberal institution. We did. And that's not to say that I don't still believe in all of the things that I studied and I believed in when I was there. Um, I think I just, I mean, I didn't really want to go into a career in politics. I was passionate about a lot of the things that I studied. But I think coming out of school, I really, like, I believe in I believe in being a good leader and that's what I want to be. I want to be a leader. But I think to be a politician, you have to kind of be somebody first. At least I think. Like who am I to step out of college and think that I can run to represent a bunch of people that have been through so many more things in life than I have? You know what I mean? I want to right. live my life a little bit. I want to have experiences. 
honestly, I want to make some money. Like I want to be in the business world. I like being in the world of business and finance. I see a lot of opportunity in front of me and I see the skill set that I have. I know that, you know, I can maybe make an impact in a different way than necessarily being a politician. And I think that, you know, I mean, like local politics is a great place for people to get involved. I think that's what really makes a difference, you know? So I didn't want to right. walk out of school and step right into Washington. I did think that I did for some time, maybe, I don't know. But I mean, like, I, I think that life just happens. And I think that, you know, I just had a different calling. And I think that life has happened for me in the right way. Um, right. To put me where I am now, you know? Yeah. And so just transitioning a little bit out of college into what you're doing now. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I got out of school and, um, you know, graduated with honors um, with a, a track record of being in leadership. But um, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. Straight up, I just didn't. And um, I think that I thought that I did. And then I just didn't anymore. And, you know, I looked at a lot of different jobs. I applied for a lot of different jobs. And... I just couldn't see myself, you know, a lot of people not only told me to pursue politics, but also told me to pursue sales. So I started pursuing a lot of different sales jobs and I just, I couldn't bring myself to work for a corporation and sell a product. Um, I don't know if it's like entitled of me or whatever, but I just wanted to go a different route. I wanted to do my air quotes own thing. Um, so I just happened to fall into getting my real estate license. I just, I just thought about it and I did it and I actually started working at first as an administrator. I was working as a full-time administrator on a real estate team, and um, but I was also an agent. So I just, I kind of got caught up in like, I was doing a lot of the admin work because I was really focused on the running the team side of things um, rather than being focused on getting commissions. And I found myself running around and closing a lot of deals and not getting paid. And it was just, you know, like I said, like I was, I had a passion for doing the administrative stuff, but it just honestly wasn't enough. So I worked more and more as a full-time agent, started working a lot more with investors, and that really became my passion. And um, life just happened to align in a certain way that I was offered this job as a project manager. Um, so my cousin, Chris, he's a general contractor. He owns our company, Next Level REO. And um, we offer all different types of services from uh, property maintenance to uh, full rehab um, inspections, um, basically all of the different steps that go through, um, with these bank owned properties. So, um, that's been really cool to, you know, just be in on that whole entire process. And, um, honestly, I love it. I love coming to work every day and I feel more like I'm working like a nine to five. The beauty of what I do now is that I have consistent income. So I don't feel like I'm just like desperate to close a deal. You know what I mean? Like, before I was so hungry that I would have like taken any deal I could get. I would have gone out with any client that I could get, even if they treated me like shit. I just, I needed money so bad. Right. And, um, was that because you were new, you were new, you're impatient. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I was not getting paid shit, like nothing. And that's um, discouraging. Or I can just choose to like, if I just want to take out one of my friends as a buyer, I can do that whenever I want. And it's sweet. Um, during that time I was, um, working part-time at retro fitness I was blending shakes and I was just like grinding and out you know what I mean and I was doing everything that I was supposed to be doing um it just was not enough for me like I said there was just something that was calling for me to have more of a position like this to be more of a project manager and I started talking to 
uh, some of the people that I worked with at the time about, you know, I, I could really see this position for myself. I want to be a project manager. I want to work on rehabs from start to finish. And like I said, just within those couple of months when I was like manifesting that, if you will, um, it really just fell out of the sky. Like my cousin who I've known my whole life just reached out to me and said, you know, like I, I want to offer you this job as project manager. You're going to do X, Y, Z. He described basically exactly what I had been looking for. So um, it's a blessing, seriously. And I'm so grateful for it every single day. I'm not even kidding. I'm here in my office right now. I have this really nice uh, MacBook mini. Um, I got a nice desk right here. I got a beautiful view of the water right here. You can see I got the screen. I keep like HDTV and stuff like that on all day. Mm-hmm. And um, not that I'm in here all day. Like we go on the road a lot. I get to see property, which is my favorite thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. So how long ago did you acquire this new position? Fairly recently, um, right? Fairly recently, as in January 2nd. January yeah, 2nd, 2020. A month ago. I officially started. So Good for you. Um, yeah, but we've been rolling for the last couple of weeks. We've been busy. And um, I actually changed real estate companies as well. I just came to a, like a much smaller like boutique real estate firm up here. Um, that offers a lot of different services. So um, I'm actually working with a couple of hedge funds um, and some clients like that, um, investors, and just you know whatever buyers I have relationships with. And you know, um, I love to help people with real estate. I really do. And I'm not perfect. I'm by no means you know a perfect agent. I love helping people accomplish their goals. And I just feel like I've kind of developed a skill set in this industry where you know I've been able to help people and make a difference. And yeah. And that goes back to what you said before about being a leader. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's very important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's my long-term goal still is to be a leader and especially to be a leader in the economy. You know what I mean? I think a big way to do that is through real estate, whether it be real estate investing, uh, being an agent, being a broker. Um, the possibilities are really endless. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of the so, relationships that you get from school – help with that too, with networking and everything, but go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So you and I have talked about investing in real estate, haven't we? Is that something that you've thought about? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh And uh, even like a lot of people know already, I have someone in my family that owns a restaurant. So I know how that, how investing in real estate can shake out. And uh, obviously us being in our early twenties, it's obviously something in the cards that should be Mm -hmm. considered for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, the absolutely. Opportunities and everything it's it's a way to build long-term wealth, you know? Have you yeah. ever heard of uh, Bigger Pockets, Brie? No. It's a Tell podcast. Me. You should check it out if you're interested in investing in real estate. Um, it's really good. The guys that do it are great. And um, they have people on there all the time who say that they started investing in real estate because all they did was listen to Bigger Pockets religiously. Like they listened to their show religiously and they became these super successful real estate investors. Um, there's also Grant Cardone for other people who invest in real estate. You know, he buys a lot of big multifamily properties. I'm talking like big, like $90 million real estate deals, you know? Right. But um, yeah, I mean, any any of those resources are really good. I'm glad that people are really tapping into more like long form conversation like this, you know? Just cool. I yeah. like Joe Rogan too. Do you like Joe Rogan? I agree. Yeah, of course. Yeah. His, his podcast is like, uh, it's like the standard whenever yeah. someone, like whenever I speak about having a podcast or something, they're all like, oh, so like you listen to Rogan because it's just, it's so natural. Don't get me wrong. I think Rogan's kind of an ass. I do. (laughs) Like I was never a fan of his standup, but um, I do really like the way that he just like keeps the conversation going. I just listened to the episode where Robert Downey Jr. was on. I was obviously excited about that because, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan. And uh, I listened to that and it was great. I would highly recommend it if you haven't. Obviously like something that is shaking up the sports world, Mm -hmm. uh, 
the the loss of Kobe Bryant. I know that yeah. you're a basketball fan and everything. Uh-huh. So uh, it's kind of that's a moment in time where you'll never forget where you are when you heard the news of something like that. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I was actually showing a house. Showing oh, a house and I got a text. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. And then, you know, it was just phones blowing up um the rest of the day. Just really was like a punch in the gut, like really hard. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I am a big basketball fan. And honestly, I didn't really watch much of the league when Kobe was a big player. I remember when he retired. But um, it's yeah, just we devastating. I mean, you, you know I'm a huge LeBron fan, big LeBron fan. I think LeBron is just a class act. And I love that these guys are really all about just, like, putting the work in and really, like, being obsessed and giving it absolutely everything you've got. And I think that's what has made LeBron one of the best athletes in the world is his mindset, his determination, and, you know, Kobe was the same way. That was his philosophy, Mamba mentality, all of that. So to see someone like that gone from the world, I mean, it's tough, but you also really see the legacy that he had, you know, and what he left behind. I mean, it's been astonishing to me in the last week to see, like, that is the true definition of a legacy. That's all that anybody can really hope for when they die is that their impact on the world is anything, like even a, a fraction of what that man's was. You know? And you can see his impact with the world, soccer mm-hmm. players, tennis players, yeah, overseas, everyone paying tribute. Athletes, yeah, it was everyone, yeah, just incredible. people in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been really amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, sad, you know, obviously tragic, but um, I think that all the celebrations of his life have been really something. This year, this year I'm going to be 24. This year yeah. is my Mamba year, so... And that's, that's the truth. I mean, I've really been locking in lately. Um, you know, obviously I'm set in this new job and I got a lot of just like big dreams. I'm turning around in my head. I'm reading a lot of books and like I said before, listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, just trying to better myself and keep the growth going. You know, I think that you know anybody that's kind of on that same wave can understand, you know, that's all we can really keep doing. And wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I just think the the timing of this really shook people up in a way that mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a lot of people needed, but things I think like a lot of people are, did. Yeah, things like yeah. these happened. They're unfortunate tragedies, but in a lot of the sense that it really gets people going too when you think about their legacy and you watch their highlights or yeah. you really see people for who they were. Mm-hmm. And just to think that someone like this, we won't be able to watch his retirement speech. It's, it's really a tragedy, but yeah. mm-hmm. all, all in all, it's, it's, he was an incredible man, you yeah, know, absolutely. and we saw how incredible of a father he was too, which is, yeah. which is pretty moving for, bad. yeah. And it's pretty moving for someone like me in their early twenties, like thinking of starting a family and everything. So yeah, absolutely. incredible. Mm-hmm. That's nice to hear B. Yeah. One thing that's really interesting about Chris, I think that if he wasn't in construction, he should have been in IT because he is so good with tech. Like he's amazing and he has so much data. It's just crazy. Like so much data that has just been all over the place since I got here. So I've been trying to help him like wrangle it all in and just the way that he is with computers and with the way that he handles his files. It's honestly like very sophisticated and he's a little bit older than me and you. He's in his early thirties, but he's just so good with tech. Um, and it's, it's really just, it's been great since I got here. Like, we're just like moving along smoothly, like gelling, like, and like I said, I'm cleaning up a lot of his files and a lot of his data, but it's helping me learn a lot of the software that he uses. So, you know, at first when I got the job, we were calling me a project manager because that's kind of what I do. You know, I'm coordinating the projects that we have going on, but we actually agreed on the title of operations manager. 
Um, You're in operations too, huh? Nice. Yes. Well, that's what I am. I'm, I'm essentially running the business. I'm helping him run the business. He's the owner and I'm carrying out his operations. So um, I like that title. I thought that was pretty cool, you know? And obviously yeah. I still have the realtor title as well, which is great. It definitely gets a little confusing for people sometimes. You know, I've met a ton of new people since I've been here. We work in Keyport and, you know, we're out every day meeting people. And, right. um, you know, but it's fun to always just share with people what I do, that I am an agent and uh, that I do this as well. You know, the contracting stuff. I mean, it's always, you know, a conversation starter with people and um, a lot of different ways. And be because you've become so well-versed over the past couple months, past year, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you could give a piece of advice mm -hmm. to someone trying to get into the real estate mm -hmm. business, I just got my sure. real estate license. What's something that you would recommend? Okay, well, I mean, there's different ways of getting into the real estate business. I mean, yes, there are people who go get their license, um, but there's also real estate investing. Um, I think if you're interested in any of that, if you're interested in being an agent or if you're interested in investing, um, just educate yourself, like start looking up videos on YouTube about real estate and about real estate investing, um, get some real estate books, you know, try to just like see what kind of knowledge you can uncover for yourself about the industry and how it works. Um, and then think about what you want your next step to be. You know, if you want it to be in real estate sales, if you want to be an agent, um, you know, there's coursework and a test that goes behind that. And if you want to be an investor, you know, there's different, um, financial options for you just explore your options and just kind of get to know it. You have to get a feel for it first before you dive right in. If you don't know anything about it, it could definitely be hard. I mean, when I started, I was 22 and honestly, I didn't really know much about mortgages and things like that. I knew about the housing market, but um, definitely just educate yourself and, you know, see what you're passionate about. You know, once you really get into it, you'll kind of find your niche. You know, are you interested in uh, commercial real estate and multifamily or um, residential? You know, do you want to help buyers and sellers? Um, or do you want to, you know, have a lot of properties? Do you want to be in property management or even do what I do, you know? Right. Um, definitely just explore your options, taste everything and, you know, figure out what's going to be best for you. Yeah. Because Mia speaking is someone that's on the outside that doesn't know much about real estate. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's I think it's important for anyone, even if they're not mm -hmm. trying to get into the industry, because obviously one day you will look to own property or yeah. buy your own house or so real it's important. estate is a huge part of the economy. It's a huge part of people's lives. It's a huge part of what has created wealth for so many people, what has really created long term wealth. So if that's something that you're interested in, I mean real estate is for you, you know, it's something that um, has been a dynamic and ever-changing industry for a long time, but has always been there, has always been, you know, a powerful force. So it's definitely something worth looking into and just educating yourself on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jess, I wanted to thank you so much for sharing your experiences with me. And yeah, thanks thank for the you, conversation. Lee. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really happy to be here. Of course. So Jess wanted to thank you again for the wonderful conversation and sharing your experiences with me. I know that a lot of people are interested in the real estate industry, but they don't really know which direction to go, which direction to start in. And Jess is a person that has shown that with a little bit of patience, taking your time, soaking in as much as you can, it's important and the process takes time. And for her, the situation worked out perfectly in her favor with a little bit of experience in a couple different facets of the real estate industry. Spoke volumes and really meant a lot to what she's doing now and has really set a base for what she's doing now. 
if you have any questions on becoming an agent or real estate questions in general, Jess has a lot of experience and I will have her Instagram information tagged in this episode. It's Jess Cathcart underscore. So feel free to reach out. Very knowledgeable person in the industry. And thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, give me your feedback. I would love to hear your thoughts on everything. Again, as we move forward, everything you're looking to do, all flex, no stress. Till next time.